0: Three,
1: two, one, mark. Oh, I messed that up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Let's try it again. Three, two, three, two, one. I went for a swim today, right? Do you have a pool? I do have a pool, yes. Oh, really? I'm sure I mentioned this before.
1: I don't think so. Oh. I didn't know you had a pool.
0: Well, I do have a pool. Fuck. Now you know.
1: Oh, I could have been using your pool.
0: Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed within 10 meters of my house. Those are the rules. Damn. That's your restraining order. But
1: I've seen it on Google Maps. I'm sure I could find it.
0: Uh, That's a bit creepy.
1: Probably not, actually. That would be pretty hard.
0: No, you probably could. You could airdrop yourself. What do you call it? Like, yeah, just jump out of an airplane or something. Because you're landing in water, right? So you won't hurt yourself. Because that's how Minecraft works.
1: I don't play Minecraft. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, you're a little too old for Minecraft.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a 12-year-old boy.
0: Hey, not all of us 12-year-old boys are like that.
1: Okay, but you play Minecraft, so...
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you
1: play Minecraft still?
0: No, I don't. Uh. Oh. I've only played it for a little bit, and I was mainly like... I watch other people play, like YouTubers and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it's a lot more fun. It's like when I was a kid, right? Like, I wouldn't... I'd be too lazy to build Lego so then I'll just get my parents to build for me and i watch it.
1: What the and hell? That,
0: that was my idea of entertainment.
1: That is so weird. Are you serious?
0: How's that weird? It's so much effort. You'd
1: get your parents to buy you Lego and you would watch them make it for you. Yeah. Oh my God, that is like the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. The whole point of Lego is that you make it yourself because you want to build stuff. But then, Why are you asking them to buy it for you if you didn't want to build it?
0: People watch less players and stuff.
1: Did they even enjoy building Lego?
0: Well, I forced them to enjoy it.
1: Oh my god!
0: I sat high upon my throne. Their
1: time and their money. Jeez! Oh my god! I loved Lego. I had like two
0: two pieces of Lego, two,
1: <laughs> two blocks, and that was those are my childhood toys.
0: Oh my god! That is so sad. <laughs> You just, like, every day you just take it apart and put it in some other format.
1: No. I had two trunks of Lego, basically. Blocks. Like, you know those huge plastic containers that have wheels?
0: Those old school, like...
1: Clear plastic.
0: Suitcase things. Oh.
1: Like, clear plastic. Like, huge, huge containers. Like, uh, by a meter wide.
0: Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, because I used to have that as well. I
1: had two of those full of Lego. Oh, my God. And the only thing I was good enough, creative enough to build was only ever houses. Like, I lacked the imagination to build anything really creative. You know, like some people, I don't know if you follow it, probably not, but Lego on Reddit and people will post like stuff that their kids make and stuff that they make.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, my five-year-old son built a one-to-one replica of Manhattan.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I couldn't do that. The best I could do was like a two-bedroom house, and that was kind of it. Like I, I couldn't build anything besides a house structure because it was very straightforward, you know. You had a very
0: down-to-earth dreams.
1: <laughs> I guess like a, I just really wanted a, a house. <laughs> yeah, no, build. I didn't even do that. I just just a house. There always Not just even a, a tower house.
0: or anything. Just no. a nice house. Actually, that that's is weird. so. Yeah. That is so. It's it's a bit sad, but also kind of heartwarming. I really enjoyed so it. it I all didn't... you wanted was a home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Looking back now, I'm like, oh, that was all I could build. And it never occurred to me at any point to try and build something else.
0: Yeah, and you think my Lego habits are weird.
1: But I also had the sets, and then I would get to build something really exciting. So I looked forward to getting the sets where I could, like, follow the instructions and build something really cool. But I lacked the imagination to be able to do that myself without instructions.
0: Yeah. Like, I'd be too lazy to just try to imagine things. Like, I'd follow a a book step by step.
1: That's so sad. That... Oh, my God.
0: What do you mean? My brain power is better used... That your parents
1: built your Lego for you. Oh, that's so sad.
0: How's that sad? I'd like... It's like watching, like, some other... Someone random on, like, Twitch or something play video games. Yeah, but- How is that any different? Your
1: parents didn't have to pay for you to watch someone random on Twitch. They had to pay, like, $60 a Lego set.
0: I, I guess so. <laughs> I just quietly uh, unsubscribed from the billion Twitch streamers. I've tried to. <laughs> Twitch Prime. Nah. Uh, by the way, Twitch Prime. Never. We should do, like, we should make a Twitch channel.
1: Nah. I don't even have Twitch.
0: How do you not have Twitch?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never... I like watching some things. Like, there used to be this guy that I would watch... I think he was Swedish. I can't remember what his name was. Um, And he would just play, like, Kerbal Space. <laughs> oh, my God. How old were you? <laughs> this was, like, a few years ago. And I think right, that was... Right,
0: so, like, mid-20s.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the only thing I ever watched people play, really. Kerbal
0: Space Program. Like, yeah. out of all the yeah. games that you could have watched I And I, like,
1: never played that game either.
0: It's so weird.
1: Oh no! Actually, I think I used to watch him play something else. I think I was watching him play the Forest or something.
0: It's not why you really want to. Yeah, play so
1: the <laughs> I want to play it. <laughs> but well,
0: we should play the. Forest. We should play
1: it, yeah, because you can do. Yeah, it's like the largest multiplayer co-op that I can. You
0: can build see, your dream really. house once again.
1: Yay! Surrounded by cannibals.
0: Yeah, but Yay. look, this time you maybe you can dream bigger. You can no, build, like, I can't. A, build a castle or something. I can't. No. I can't.
1: I don't like Minecraft. I don't like. Valheim, I don't like any of those kind of open world building games because it's too much freedom. Like, too, it's overwhelming for me to have that much ability to do whatever you want. And so I just can't do anything.
0: You lack a childhood sense of wonder. No,
1: I lack imagination, creative imagination in. In building something,
0: i.e., a childhood sense of wonder.
1: Not true, Not sure. I enjoy things. I just can't build them. <laughs> Please, I, I need... do enjoy things. I, know. <laughs> I, I love making stuff. I love making stuff with my hands. But I need you like
0: cooking. That's true. Yeah,
1: I need like I need instructions. I need guidelines or something. I need some kind of structure to follow. Otherwise, I can't do anything. It's the same with drawing. I really loved drawing and art when I was younger and like in high school and everything, but I couldn't just come up with anything by myself. Like I had a friend in high school who was just like, so, so talented. He's an illustrator and he would just like make comics almost every day. And like, we would ask him, Oh, can you make a comic of us do- doing this or whatever or something? And he would just like draw in our books and stuff and do all these like really great illustrations. But I can't, do that without a reference to something so like I'm really good at copying stuff like if I wanted to draw like another cartoon or something like I can do a really good replica of something but I can't just like come up with something myself and draw it
0: that's exactly the same as remember when I sent you those photos and stuff of the pictures I used to draw Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I always need like a reference or something like I could like piece together multiple references to like create a new like piece of artwork but like if you're trying to if you get me to do that from scratch, like it you'd be almost impossible because I need to follow like some sort of thing that's already there. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't say I have bad imagination. I just, it's just hard to like translate that imagination to something real. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean. I guess when I say I like imagination, I can think of it and I have lots of ideas in my head, but I can't get my hand <laughs> to do that. Yeah. I can't, it doesn't come out when I think about trying to get that onto paper
0: something went wrong between your brain and your limbs.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Overall. Yeah. There's a lack of the like two way communication between my brain and the rest of me.
0: <laughs> yeah, possibly. I mean, that explains your weird limbs as well.
1: Yeah. And for, oh my yeah, God. I, no, yeah, I'm, just- I, I'm, I'm good now. I don't fall over now. I've got all of that out of my system when I was a kid, but every day, pretty much I'd fall over. I'd stack it somehow.
0: You're so weird. (laughs) Like, this is like a podcast of self-reflection and understanding. And I think I've learned a lot about you. I'm not sure what to think. (laughs) Anyway, my great idea before, actually, was since you like building Legos and following instructions, Mm. and I like watching people build (laughs)
1: Legos. You want to watch me build some Lego?
0: (laughs) I mean, you might as well, right? Okay. It'd be fun for both of us.
1: I'll do that. You have to pay for the Lego, though.
0: I'm not paying for the fucking Lego. Why not? They're expensive as shit.
1: They're releasing a um, Horizon Lego.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Did you ever play Horizon?
0: No. Oh. it's the one with Alloy and stuff. Yeah,
1: right? yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, such a good game. Oh my God.
0: I'm waiting for. Um, what's oh, because you don't
1: have. A, you I don't have, have a PlayStation.
0: PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't have a PlayStation Five yet either.
1: Yeah, that's okay. It's not like it's going to come out on PlayStation Four anyway.
0: Well, I don't have a PlayStation Four, and I'm not anyone where there's a PlayStation Five already
1: out. Yeah, but you'll never get one anyway. They're bringing out uh, one of the like robotic animals. I'd like to get that. So if you want to watch me build it, you you could buy it for me.
0: How about we split the price?
1: But I get to keep the Lego.
0: How about you take seventy percent of the price?
1: No, nah, that's okay. Uh... <laughs>
0: Why do you get to keep it? I like keeping stuff. Because
1: I'm building it.
0: Yeah, but like architects build buildings, but they don't keep the building.
1: Yeah, but this isn't a building. This is a small toy. It's not exactly the same kind of scale.
0: No, it's the same thing. It's literally the exact same it's thing. It's
1: literally the exact same thing as designing a building. Yes. Architects don't even build the building. they just design it, so it's not even the same. fine: Comparatively, it's not even the same.
0: The carpenters and stuff. <laughs>
1: whatever,
0: whatever they're called these days, because carpenters is like an old term. Are they still carpenters? Around?
1: still car- That's I'm pretty sure that's still the correct term though. Oh, a carpenter. Well, there you go. I've learned something today.: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's still the same term.: Possibly Do they,
0: are they still blacksmiths? Is that still a thing?
1: Um, I don't know, but I did see today on Binge, that streaming service, there's some kind of, like, blacksmith reality show. Ooh. Yeah. That
0: sounds interesting.
1: Called Anvil or something, maybe? It had a picture of an anvil in it.
0: Nice. Good. It's probably called Anvil. Probably. I hope so. Or maybe, like, something fancy, like, you know, Around the Forge.
1: No, I don't think it was called that.
0: No. Well, they lack creativity. (laughs) You should have gotten me to name it. But, yes, you know, there's, um... Does that Blacksmith's, like, YouTube channel and probably, like, a real life thing as well. They, like, create, like, weapons and stuff from video games.
1: Oh, my God, yes.
0: That is so cool. It's so Holy cool. Shit. And then
1: uh, after he makes them, he, like, tries to cut stuff. Is that the oh, same?
0: I, I don't know about that part. Probably. Oh. I mean, surely, right?
1: Have you never finished an, a video?
0: No, I've watched, like, clips and stuff of it. Oh. I can't remember. It was a long time ago because I wanted I to find, a, like, a... That original Replica of Frostmourne from right. Warcraft. But I'm pretty sure one of those guys made it. You can't find the original anymore, I think.
1: Oh. I um, mean, so it's if been you're a long time since I...
0: Um, and you have a Replica of Frostmourne sitting around. Uh, send me a message.
1: and I'll take <laughs> yep. it off for you for <laughs>
0: safekeeping.
1: You'll look after it.
0: Yeah. I'll use it as like a, a letter opener.
1: Damn. Two-handed letter opener. <laughs>
0: and it's massive as well.
1: Yeah, I think that would be such a burden though to have in your house.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: It's like if we're talking. The
0: frostborn is a heavy burden to carry.
1: (laughs) We're talking like replica size and weight as well. Like wouldn't that be very heavy? Oh, it is heavy. Yeah, where would you even store something like that? You don't have a fireplace, so you can't like put it on top of your mantle or anything. It's just going to be what? Like the corner of your bedroom? I have a fireplace. Do you really? You have a fireplace and a pool? What the fuck?
0: It's not a real fireplace. It's just like a thing along the wall. But yes. No, I don't live in some like old school like villa or anything. But like they have like stands and stuff, right? For the sword. So you can like, you can set the sword like on the stand. Right. And then when people walk in, it's like, you know, it's a conversation
1: starter. (laughs) Yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> they'll be like, Why do you have this massive ass sword sitting in the middle? And
1: then you can rattle off on your all your lore and knowledge, and then they can be like, Well, that scared me off, and then they'll leave and never talk to you again.
0: Good. <laughs> leave your load. All I need is my frostborn.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think there's like a few places in Australia that used to do replica stuff, and I don't know if you can really. I don't know. I haven't really seen that many now. I remember like five, six years ago, like all the video game, what do you call them? Like pop culture shops, but like specifically- Like stuff. No, no, no. Like, um, what's that one by EB Games? I can't remember what it's called. I'm pretty sure it's like an offshoot of EB Games, but it's like a separate shop. The, the one in the city, if you go into we'll EB Google Games, it. it's like at the back of the store and there's like all that pop culture stuff and collectible yes. stuff. Yeah. Well, that-
0: Google that and then edit the answer back into that really long, awkward silence.
1: Anyway, that's like a, a shop that you can get some replica stuff from whatever TV show or whatever it is that you love. But there used to be more like independent style shops that you could get like replica weapons.
0: Yeah, somehow I doubt EB Games has a replica Frostborn sitting around.
1: No, probably not. But anyway, the point of what I'm trying to say is it's not really that common now to see that stuff. I used to see it all the time, but now I don't know if I've seen any replica weapon stuff anymore. Like, they had the the Sting from Lord of the Rings. I remember always seeing that. The Sting? Yeah, and, like, Lord of the Rings, um, a few of the swords. The hell's the Sting? You know, the, um, from Lord of the Rings. The sword? Yeah, that goes blue when there's, like... Oh, right,
0: when yeah. there's, like, um orcs around or something. Yeah, 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 I remember.
1: And there was there was always like yeah, heaps of replica swords and stuff, and then sometimes some um, guns. Like you remember, like you could get replica portal gun and oh yeah, yeah, like you don't see that anymore. I don't think.
0: Well, how many people are buying replica portal guns? Like, surely it's it's not a very lucrative business. It's very niche.
1: Yeah, but I'm just mean as a whole, like pop culture replicas. You don't see them in stores anymore. Obviously, I'm not just talking about the portal gun. Like, yeah, that would be weird. If there was a business that was solely dedicated to just making replica portal guns.
0: That would be. That would actually be so damn cool. (laughs) You just go in and it's just portal guns. Portal guns. Oh my god, and like the entrance is like a portal.
1: I almost bought one. I should have got one. That'd be a cool thing to have.
0: Yeah, what the hell? You're like a massive nerd and you don't have a portal gun.
1: No, I don't. I just have a replica. A predator pistol from Mass Effect, and I'm happy with that. <laughs> lame. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it has LEDs.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's very it,
1: cool. Does
0: it go pew pew when you shoot
1: it? No, it doesn't have a uh, uh, movable trigger or anything. It's it's just an art piece, like it's just for show. Sure.
0: Oh, lame. See, my replica Frostborn that I don't currently. You don't. Wear, yeah,
1: you don't even have.
0: <laughs> but the one I will have eventually. It's a real sword. You can can stab people with it. You could? Yeah.
1: You could stab someone with anything, really. It doesn't have to be a sword. I
0: don't think your predator gun would be very good stabbing.
1: No, that's true. But it's pretty heavy. It's like seven kilos, so you could knock someone over the head with it.
0: Yeah, it's more like a club.
1: Well, it's more like a pistol. Which is a
0: very primitive weapon. <laughs> it's, it doesn't shoot anything. See, my no, but- sword, <laughs> that I don't actually own,
1: would be like a... It's a
0: real weapon. See, in a zombie apocalypse, I'll be the one laughing.
1: Yeah, but I could pistol whip someone with it. A zombie? I guess. Okay, no. Well, if I was about to go into your, If there was a zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't be taking my replica of pistol that doesn't do anything.
0: If there was a zombie apocalypse, based on our World War Z games... You'd be like lost <laughs> in the middle in of trouble. nowhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so in trouble. I don't have high time. hopes for you in the zombie
0: apocalypse.
1: I just want to explore a bit more. That's all. That's all it comes down to. I just want to explore the level, and I don't get enough time to do that.
0: There's a time and place for everything, as Professor Oak once said. But now is not the time.
1: Well, was Z. There are is zombies not- about. Yeah. That's true. You don't, but you it don't is have time so- to
0: sit around and explore, enjoy the scenery, you know, sip on a cup of tea. Have s- a chat. zombie's running.
1: Yeah. But it's such a cool level. Like, the levels, are I want to I wanna look at stuff, and I want to go through and make sure I'm not leaving any empty containers of loot.
0: That's true. The loot. The loot. Ugh. Anyway, back to my very, very original topic about the pool. So, Oh, God, I thought you like, were
1: originally talking about Lego. Sorry.
0: No, that was you. You're terrible.
1: Anyway, the pool. Probably
0: off topic now. The pool. Anyway, so...
1: How do you I say pool? For, pool. 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 Okay. How Just do, curious. What? How do you say pool? No, I say pool. Is
0: there any other way to say <laughs> pool?
1: <laughs> yeah. In, in uh, Queensland there is. Some people say it differently. Anyway, continue. Sorry.
0: I was swimming in my pool and... So, it was like a cloudy day, right? It was fairly cloudy. I was like, it was a bit weird actually, because the sun just randomly comes up and then it suddenly becomes cloudy again. But anyway, I was in the pool and I noticed something like floating up in the air. In the air? Yeah, in the air. Okay. In the sky. Oh. Where air is. Okay. Air is located in the sky. Right, yeah. It was this weird round object. And like, so it definitely wasn't a plane or anything, because. Obviously, I couldn't hear anything from it. And so initially, I thought it was like a balloon or something, because, you know, that happens. Some kid's birthday party and a balloon flies off. La-di-da. But it like it was floating, flying. I say flying. It was like just traveling through the air at a speed that made it look like there wasn't any air resistance. And it was just so smooth.
1: Was it just a weather balloon?
0: I thought it was aliens.
1: It's probably a weather balloon. <laughs>
0: No, actually, now that I think about it, it's definitely aliens. <laughs> um, but I was looking at it. And it was, like, round and, like, kind of red and stuff. And it was just traveling really quickly, but, like, not, like, instantly quickly, you know? So it was just floating through the air and at a speed that was realistic. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was just so weird. And I just stared at it for a while until it kept floating away into the distance.
1: How big was it? Um, I mean, it
0: looked like it was pretty high up in the air. Yeah. For that size, it was probably pretty big.
1: It sounds like a weather balloon. But like, have you seen a weather balloon before?
0: Doesn't a weather balloon have stuff on it? Like, it's not just like a floating object. It, it was literally just a ball in the air, floating and like oh. traveling sideways horizontally really quickly.
1: Well, I mean, it it sounds like a balloon.
0: Yeah, but I like to think it was aliens.
1: I think it was probably a balloon.
0: <laughs> there is a non-zero chance that it was aliens. <laughs>
1: Anything is possible, I guess. Um, it seems like that would have made the news, though, if that happened during the day on a Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really clear as well. I wish I had my phone on me, but weirdly enough, I don't oh, have my wow. phone on me How while convenient.
1: swimming. <laughs> I know, right? Every I saw an alien story ever.
0: It's actually, you know, for now, I sort of actually believe those stories. In a way. <laughs> it's like this has actually happened to me. But yeah, it was weird because you know, these days people are like, oh, you know, everyone has phones on them. Why couldn't you just record it? Well, I was going for a swim, so fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, I d- it was very weird. It was a very strange experience. It was a little bit surreal, actually, just the way it was moving. Yeah. Because it didn't, it's like, it wasn't like f- flipping around or anything. Like, you know, how do you expect like a balloon to fly around? It's just going in a straight line very quickly. And to be fair, it was kind of windy, so that might have been it.
1: Yeah, there was a storm today.
0: Yeah, but I like to think it was aliens.
1: Okay. Well, you're allowed to think it was aliens. Am I? Yeah, sure. Do I, I mean, have I'm, your permission? I don't believe it. I think you saw a balloon.
0: You don't believe in aliens.
1: I don't believe... I don't believe in... Uh, Choose your words very carefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I don't think you saw an alien craft, if that's what you're asking. I think you saw a balloon.
0: You don't think that there was a possibility that that I may or may not have possibly seen an object that may or may not have been an alien aircraft?
1: I think there's definitely a possibility that you didn't see an alien aircraft. I'd say that's the highest, the greatest possibility that you didn't see one.
0: Well... You're just not believing hard enough.
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: But yes, that was my story.
1: Oh, that's very interesting. I um, uh, went out for brunch, yeah.
0: No aliens?
1: No, no aliens at the cafe, unfortunately. I mean... Why do you you tell
0: the story then? (laughs) God, this is an alien... Podcast now.
1: All of a sudden, no, it's a Bigfoot podcast.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That market is already saturated, saturated by that one podcast.
1: <laughs> no one needs two us. podcasts
0: about Sasquatches,
1: <laughs> especially one located in Australia. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we don't really have the forests for a Sasquatch to hide in.
0: No, what what does Australia have? What mythical creature? Australia have?
1: We have bunyips. What the
0: fuck's a bunyip.
1: A bunyip. It's like um. Isn't that like a
0: a tumor on your foot?
1: No. What? No, that's a bunion. Oh. A bunyip is an Australian like mythological creature.
0: Is it like a rabbit?
1: No. It's like a. I always thought they were around like billabongs and like small bodies of water. That's how I always like read about them.
0: I'm gonna Google it because you're not giving me any answers here. They
1: they like make loud noises and eat people.
0: A bunya, oh yeah. my god! It looks like a bloody it looks like a moss monster.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a a watering hole monster.
0: Well, that looks stupid. God, it's so lame.
1: No, it's not. I'm sure there are plenty of like uh, indigenous stories that we just don't know about. Yeah, it's a shame we never get to learn about them. Yeah. But that is a shame. It would be cool to learn about um, stuff like that.
0: Actually, no. You know what? I have stopped caring
1: about mythological creatures.
0: About bunyips. Oh. I saw it, and I was greatly disappointed.
1: Oh, well, okay.
0: Why can't we have cool shit like Wendigos and shit?
1: Well, have like you I said, until the, dawn. The, uh, yeah. Have you actually? Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed You're
0: it. You're terrified of horror games. I
1: know, but I really enjoyed that game. I pushed myself.
0: <laughs> it, it is a really good game.
1: It was really good. I really enjoyed
0: it. I haven't played it. I've watched people play it. Because once <laughs> again, I don't have a PlayStation.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I actually played it twice because the first playthrough I got like such a bad ending, I was really angry. Wait, didn't...
0: It- yeah, actually, didn't you just end up killing everyone?
1: No, because there's apparently an ending where you can save everyone. Yeah. And I made it to the end and I think I lost two people and I was like, oh, that's crap. And then I played it again and I lost one person and then I just, I couldn't figure it out to keep everyone alive.
0: Did you make the house explode?
1: Oh my God. I can't remember. I played that literally when PlayStation 4 came out, like when it first released.
0: Way back when. Because
1: that was like one of the the flagship games, like that PlayStation really? was, um, yeah, What's that it? was like one of the big ones. And cause it, it was one of the first ones that was on the online PlayStation subscription.
0: Oh yeah. That, um, Oh, this is whatever the, um, Xbox equivalent is
1: PS play or, or something like that. I can't remember what it's yeah.
0: called now. Oh my God. Remember when you had to, you had to pay to have multiplayer on PlayStation,
1: yeah, you still do. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, if PC is the only thing that you don't have to play.
0: No, a- Xbox. You don't need um. You don't need to pay for Xbox to have internet connection.
1: You can't play multiplayer. I don't think. Yeah, you, you can need to have Xbox Live. Oh wait,
0: maybe I'm f- thinking of the other way around. No, yeah. I thought Xbox Live was free the whole time.
1: No, Xbox Live has literally never been free.
0: Oh, maybe it was PlayStation that was free then.
1: The PlayStation used to be free until PlayStation 4.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. That's fucking lame.
1: I mean, I have I have one of... I have both. Well, I don't have the new new consoles, but I have PlayStation 4 and a Xbox One. And yeah, you have to pay subscription for either of them to play online.
0: Oh, that's a bit lame.
1: Yeah, it's pretty shit.
0: Says the guy who has Nintendo online.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do you even play online on Nintendo?
0: uh well i used to play uh, a lot of animal crossing online with friends yeah pvp (laughs) yeah no no we we like it was really big when it came out and i just played with a bunch of friends and we were all like making our villages and stuff trading fruits and everything yeah that was nice uh i played oh what was that what's a squid game again
1: oh splatoon
0: yeah, Splatoon. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, this is so fun, right? Because um, so we be playing Splatoon like in the middle of the night, and then it'd be like, like three or four of us or something on like a voice call, and then so it'd be like a group of us like twenty something year olds just absolutely destroying the shit out of like some five year old kids playing Splatoon. Oh
1: no, <laughs> really?
0: We'd actually like, cause like at the end, there's like scoring systems and stuff. Yeah. Like, and we'd always be near the top. Like, or just be us, cause like everyone else is probably some kid who's like grandma <laughs> bought them Splatoon for their birthday or Christmas, Aww. and we're just ba- going in there like being like massive sweaty nerds, just absolutely destroying them.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Poor kid. Oh, man.
0: That was so fun.
1: That's like when you play games with like your parent, and they never let you win.
0: Oh, no, I always won.
1: Oh, really? My dad yeah. and I used to play a lot of um backgammon when I was little.
0: Jeez, when would you grow up, like, the 1800s?
1: <laughs> no, you can still buy a backgammon at, like, the shops. I just got one, actually, at Kmart, like a wooden one. But why? Uh, Because it's a good board game to have. It's like, you know.
0: Next you're going to tell me, oh, back when I was a kid, I played the, the uh, bowling cup game.
1: I didn't. I didn't. Never had one. No, I played backgammon instead. because never I was had a ball or a I cup. was just better than you. I'm sorry. Well,
0: that's debatable.
1: Fancier than you. Um, and yeah, my dad would like literally never let me win a game. <laughs> like, Jeez. never let me win a game. And then I'd play with my mom and she'd always throw the game for me. And I would be like, yes, the best feeling in the world winning. <laughs> it just made me more competitive.
0: Really? Did you feel accomplished?
1: Oh my god! So accomplished. Your
0: dad was trying to teach you a lesson.
1: Yeah, but it worked the opposite way because then it just made me like hunger for winning.
0: Exactly. That's exactly. It It
1: made me very competitive.
0: If you only played against your mom, you'd be like, "Oh, this is too easy. I don't need to try. I'm succeeding in life." Maybe. But your dad was like, "No, she needs a reality check.
1: <laughs> this, <laughs> this bloody four-year-old ten-year-old kid, girl, <laughs>
0: ten-year-old." Yeah. Even even worse, 10-year-olds need a reality check. Do they? Yes. How dare they be happy?
1: <laughs> the audacity of children to be happy these days.
0: Why can't they all just be miserable like me?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. Why do you want people to suffer?
0: Because oh, I don't want to suffer alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I'll play a game and, of backgammon uh, with you. I won't let you win, though.
0: Wow. I'm just going to flip the board.
1: <laughs> it's a pretty fun game.
0: Yeah, what even is backgammon? Because, like, you know how, like, there's, like, those chess boards and stuff, and you flip it around, and it's a backgammon thing on yeah, the other yeah, side?
1: Yeah. yeah, it's got, like, it's, like, the checkers pieces.
0: Yeah, there's round, like, um token things. But then, like, there's, so the backgammon stuff has, like, weird triangles. Yeah. How does that even work? I'm
1: not going to go through how to play backgammon.
0: What if our listeners really want to learn?
1: I bought a board. I need to revisit the the rules, so... It's fun, though. It's fun in the way that you play any kind of, you know, you play cards or checkers or chess with someone. Yeah,
0: but backgammon. Yeah. Ugh. Do you remember um, in primary school, I'm not sure if you were the right age for this, but there was, like, this game where it's, like, a, um, you have, like, a, a tray, right? And there's, like, two rows of holes, and then, like, you have, like, all these marbles and stuff. You have to clear out your row of marbles to get it to the other other side.
1: I've never heard of that. That doesn't sound like anything
0: I've heard of. That was actually really fun. We played that in primary school a lot because um in our primary school library we had like a bunch of board games and stuff, mm. and that that was like one of the favorites because it's so fun because it's like so basically however many marbles you have in one hole on your side, you can pick all of them up and then drop one marble in each consecutive hole until you run out of marbles in your hand, and then the other player does the same thing. So you you want to keep trying to clear out your side of the board to get rid of all the marbles on your side. It's not really marbles, it's more like some gem things. But yeah, anyway, that was really fun. I
1: have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Wow. All I is... can think of is Chinese checkers, because that's kind of got like holes, like divots in the board. No, that's completely but different. that's not what you're talking about, is it?
0: No, yeah. that's No, like... I have no idea what you're talking about. This is definitely a generational thing.
1: Okay, I'm the same generation as you.
0: <laughs> okay, boomer. <You> Jack.
1: <laughs> I'm literally the same generation as you. Nah. But no, I didn't play that. I used to. I taught myself how to play. No, I think my mom taught me how to play solitaire by hand, like with real cards, so I could solitaire like play card game by myself.
0: Oh my god! I can just imagine the little baby Taylor sitting in the living room playing solitaire by herself.
1: It's a it's a single player game. You play You only play it by yourself. Only because I wanted to learn card games when I was younger. I really wanted to. I just thought they were really cool because, like, my mom could knew heaps of card games and so. She and my sister would play stuff, but I was kind of too little to understand it, what was going on.
0: Right, so they taught you solitaire, so you can like shut the fuck up and leave them alone.
1: <laughs> Go sit in the corner and play your card games by yourself. No, because I wanted to play something, and Solitaire is pretty easy to set up and it's very straightforward. Like I would play Solitaire on the computer.
0: Solitaire is very easy.
1: Yeah. I haven't played it as an adult though, so yeah, I there's better things cell, to do with your life. Yeah, on on a computer as well. Free cell being like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing.
0: Isn't that the same as solitaire?
1: No, free cell is like different in I'm not sure what way. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> Trust me, I just bro. remember
1: being it really hard. <laughs>
0: but yeah, speaking of like default computer games, I never actually understood Minesweeper.
1: Oh no, me neither. Like, but how does I that knew work? someone that was like really good at it and could win the board. But I never understood. Isn't it just a game of chance? I thought it's just so predicting. as well,
0: but like apparently, so you know, when you click on something, there's an, a number pops up. Apparently, that number shows how many minds are in their surrounding, like couple of grids. Yeah. But then it's like most of it is most of it's just blank. So like, how does I don't know? You got to be like I, I some really like hardcore nerd to really understand it.
1: I no, I think it's mostly a game. Like that's your indication, and then you're still taking a chance on whether or not you're clicking. A square that has a bomb in it. It's still a game of chance, I think.
0: Well, let us know in the comments. There's probably some like massive nerd right now moulding over the fact that you call it. You're a, game a of chess. massive nerd. <laughs> Me. Stop
1: throwing that out there like you're not a massive nerd yourself. I'm not a
0: massive nerd. What do you mean? Yes, I am you are. absolute gigachad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the with the square jaw and everything.
0: Yeah, literally a cube face.
1: Cubed face. Yeah. I definitely tried to play Minesweeper, but I'd always hit a bomb, because I didn't understand what I was doing.
0: Yeah. My strategy was just click the four corners.
1: Mine was just to click. And then after (laughs) that,
0: it's just just like, fuck it. YOLO.
1: There was no real um, strategy when I was playing it. Yeah. It's a bit sad that they don't include stuff like that anymore, but I suppose you don't need to, because you have internet Pretty much everyone always has internet, so there's no real need to have inbuilt games anymore.
0: That is really sad, actually. Pinball was, like, the best game.
1: Oh my god, the Space Galaxy Pinball? Yeah. Oh my god. I remember playing the shit out of that.
0: That was so cool.
1: See, Pinball is really fun. It is really fun. Yeah. But, like, it's
0: a little bit bullshit, though, because you can't... It's pretty hard. It's, like, only, like, the most pro people can actually control where the ball goes.
1: Real pinball.
0: Yeah, like the rest of us just kind of have to like, as long as we hit the ball, that's already good enough.
1: Well, because you're trying to like hit the targets and challenges. But
0: like, How do you control that?
1: Well, you're just trying to aim like you're, you're waiting for the ball to hit the flipper at a particular point before you flip it. Trying to You're trying to control the aim, so it'll hit, like, the things that you have to hit to get the bonus points and whatever. I'm literally only good at one pinball machine, and it's Tales from the Crypt, and that's it. That's the only one I'm good at.
0: How is there, like, different difficulties and stuff?
1: Well, that one's an easy one, <laughs> so... That,
0: like, I, it just blows my mind, because pinball, to me, is just a game of chance. It's like, you just happen to hit the ball at the flipper, and then it goes somewhere that gives you a lot of points. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to hit this pinball like um, it's gonna be hard to aim it at a hole that is literally the size of a pinball
1: yeah i can always hit the ramps if i'm trying to hit a ramp but it depends i don't know it depends on depends on the pinball like because you know netherworld they have pinball tournaments and they also have pinball clinics where you can go and learn how to play it right so like they teach you how to play it for real
0: they teach you how to uh, press the flipper at the right time (laughs)
1: Strategically, so that you can get the scores:
0: I'll be happy to just hit it
1: <laughs> there but there's so much fun it's such a fun game because there's like so much to pay attention to like there's so much happening, it's really loud, there's lots of flashy lights yeah like it it just like really captures your attention.
0: yeah, I mean it is fun. I do like it when you when I accidentally get like a really good shot and then like it starts all the numbers start like going up. And it makes this like nice, light nice jingles. Yeah, and
1: everything starts like going off. And sometimes you get like a multi ball or something. So there's like three of the balls out all at once while you're trying to like keep track of everything. That's why I like Tales from the crypt because you can get a multi ball all the time if you hit the right combo and like seven or eight balls will come out all at once and it's just madness.
0: Yeah, that's that's the funnest part of it. You know, my um my old neighbor from across the street used to have a pinball machine. Really? Yeah. So like. There was, like, a kid um, across the street. Uh, We were, like, the same age and stuff. Well, we still are the same age, but we were also (laughs) still the same age back then. (laughs) Um, So, like, I go over, It's like, just to play and stuff, and then they had a pinball machine. I See, I don't don't actually remember much of my childhood, but I do remember, like, that pinball machine and stuff. It was pretty funny.
1: Did you get to play it?
0: I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. It's weird because I don't – Like, some people have really – Oh, look, I was – I was in primary school. Oh, okay. And, like, I just have a really bad memory of just things that happened a long time ago. It would
1: have been hard for you to even see what was happening. Because, like, pinball machines are pretty tall. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I wasn't, like, fucking a pro at it. It's just fun to hit the ball.
1: I never thought you were for a second. Don't worry.
0: Oh, jeez. (laughs) Well, That's a little bit harsh. When
1: I moved to Brisbane, I stayed in, like, a homestay kind of thing. I stayed with the family until I found a place because I knew... Someone I work with, her sister sort of did a homestay thing in Brisbane. Anyway, so I was staying with her family and the dad had like, um, a whole like
0: model train set bar
1: area. No, no, no. He had like a a bar and he had arcade machine that he got from someone in Townsville who just like gets arcade machines and then like bricks them and just downloads and puts like all of the classic arcade machines on them.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you could just play it. there's like literally thousands of games on the arcade machine. I don't and, think bricking yeah.
0: them is the right term. Bricking is when you just completely fuck it up. True. He um he like hacks it or something, whatever the word yeah,
1: is. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. I mean he yeah, he like whatever he does, anyway. Um and yeah, that was so much fun. Like he would have it plugged in for like two days or something. And like, they're really loud. You don't really think about it when you're in an arcade because everything is loud. There's lots of people and there's lots of other games going on. But when you have an actual arcade machine going off, like it's really, really loud. But he had like all the classic games on there and it was so much fun. Oh my God. And then the problem was that it uses so much electricity. So you have to turn it off eventually if you can't play it. But every time you turn it off, it just like resets it. Right. So you lose like all your high scores and everything. Yeah. Cause they have no memory slots. Yeah, they they don't they don't keep it. It's oh my god, kind of sad.
0: <laughs> a friend of mine used uh, back in the days had like a PlayStation, wasn't one or two, and like you know he used to have like memory cards and stuff that you needed to plug in if you wanted to save your good progress.
1: Yeah, the original PlayStation. That was so stupid. <laughs> well, technology just wasn't quite there yet where they could save it.
0: Yeah, but man, those good old days. Also, we played um, Street Fighter on it. And that just reminded me of something. I watched Mortal Kombat today, the movie. Oh, did you? Yeah.
1: What did you think of it? bit of a segue. I <laughs>
0: I really enjoyed the fighting bits. They were everything that I was expecting. Yeah. Um, the dialogue and the story itself could literally not exist and I will not give a shit.
1: <laughs> in yeah. fact,
0: actually, I was thinking, right, it's probably a better movie if you just had it in a tournament style and not have all the stupid backstory. Yeah. It'd just be like all the all the different realms and stuff, being like, "Yep, this is my uh, next champion is blah blah blah," and then just have them fight in an arena. Like that could just be the entire movie, and you know, I would fucking love it. But they had to add this like really pointless bullshit backstory.
1: I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really entertaining.
0: Yes. it was
1: exactly what you kind of thought it was going to be. Like it, it had all the one liners that you're hoping for. Had all the quotes had from the, the, the games. Yeah, it had the characters, it had their special moves. Fatalities. Fatality, like that was so good. Um, I thought they did a really good job. Like it's hard, you know, we were talking about this the other night. It's hard to translate a video game to a movie. And especially in this day and age, like you can't please everyone. It's really hard to make anything and to make everyone happy. So I think they did a pretty good job. I thought it was like, it's a good movie. It's really fun. Like it's not a great story or anything, but that's not why you're going to watch it. Yeah. You're going to see it. For the fun of seeing, like, a, a Mortal Kombat film. You see,
0: like, people fighting each other. Yeah. It's like, because this precedent's already set, you know. You know, it, you know, it's, it's not going to be, Kombat. like, some serious, like, you know, you know, some serious movie. It's just a bit of fun, gory, like, Like shit fest Yeah And that's exactly What we got
1: I really liked Yeah I really liked The first part
0: I found the first part A bit weird Oh really So obviously That was ancient
1: Yeah You're kind of Setting it up For later on I guess I thought the choreography Was really awesome though Yeah That battle Where he's got The the, um, rope knife
0: yeah, the fa- and the fact that, like, they neither of them really had much power, like, special powers.
1: Yeah, like, it was just really fighting.
0: Because Sub-Zero, at that time, he could, like, barely, like, get an icicle out of his hands. And by the end of the yeah. movie, he was fucking shooting, like, ice walls and shit.
1: Yeah, but I really enjoyed the Australian guy. Yeah, And I Kano. think that's probably just because I'm Australian. But yeah. I thought he was so fucking funny. He was pretty funny. I'm pretty sure that he, he must have just been ad-libbing it. Like, he must have just been coming up with that on the spot, because there's no way that was scripted, I don't think, because that was very, like, authentic...
0: Very Aussie reactions
1: to things. Yeah, like, I don't think that any of that could have been scripted. I'm pretty... Because he's a comedian. Is he? Like, yeah, yeah, the guy who played him is a comedian. So I'm pretty sure that all of that was just him. Oh. And I was like, when I was watching it, like, I saw it in the cinema, actually. Oh, my God. Because I was like, man, this will be so much fun. And then afterwards, I was like... I wonder how that actually translates overseas, though. Because, like, we're Australian. Oh, yeah. And a a lot of the stuff he said was, like, very Australian. Yeah, that's true. Terms. And, like, and I was like, how do people take that? Like, if they're American or, or English or from Europe or wherever they are watching, like, if that... Really, if it's that funny watching that as a non-Australian person? No, well, I guess. And it just sounds like a bunch of nonsense because he had quite a thick Australian accent as well. So yeah. it's like, can they even understand what he's saying?
0: And to them, it'd just be like, ha ha, funny Aussie guy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's just it's basically just like a stereotype character, and that's that's all you really need for it. So it's like an inside joke for Aussies.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I think it, he was genuinely a really funny character because he was saying really funny Australian stuff. Yeah. Like, in the correct context of, like, that's what an Australian person would say. Yeah, not
0: fucking fair dinkum, eh, Sheila? Bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one fucking says put, that.
1: Put some shrimp on the barbie. We don't even say shrimp. We say yeah. prawns. <laughs> Shrimp's know. not even a word we use. It's <laughs> that fucking, always pissed me off.
0: <laughs> it's because of that one ad, and then it just stuck since then.
1: Yeah. And the barbie. I've actually never heard anyone say that.
0: I think, I'm sure, like, some... Like, super bogus. I'm sure
1: people have said it, but I personally have never actually heard someone yeah, say it. because
0: we're high class. On so the
1: Barbie. Put some prawns
0: on the barbecue, would you? On the barbecue. On the barbecue.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I thought it was a really fun movie. It was just like, I, the fact that, I like the fact that there wasn't much dialogue in between things.
1: Yeah, I like that as well.
0: It's so like, it just went, yeah, yeah, they have like a bit of, you know, some like monologue or some shit. And they just went straight into fighting again. And then that was really cool. So I didn't have to skip too much of the movie.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have to skip too much.
0: Because I literally... See, I don't, I don't usually skip anything inside of movies. But this one, I was like, look, I just want to see them fight, okay?
1: You just want the fights, yeah. Yeah. And I thought they were really good. I got so the, many the fights. The fighting, yeah. And the CGI so...
0: was really good, except for that yeah, winged was... wing lady. That was a bit weird. You, do you remember that one? She was only on uh... camera for she was on camera for like two minutes or something
1: yeah i thought she was i think they just wanted to make sure they put her in there oh uh, just so that her character was in there
0: yeah i mean i was in the cgi for her was just it looked weird
1: yeah everything else i thought was really well done
0: yeah like legit like i think oh I th- actually most best basically all of the cgi was really good but I, I did feel like the eyes and stuff were a bit weird like um Raiden's eyes and Shao Kahn's eyes yeah like when they when they turned black and stuff it looked a little off yeah that was a bit weird but other, like I mean that's not really that big of a deal but it was pretty cool yeah yeah it was really good I, I like it the fact that like CGI has like progressed to this stage just makes like these video game movies so much more so much better I guess because remember the, the Resident Evil movies?
1: Oh, yeah, I guess. But you, you, at the time, though, everything looks really good. And I'm sure we'll look back, you know, in even as little as five years and be like, holy shit, like, that CGI is so bad.
0: Really, though? I think, like, CGI along with, like, the rest of the technology and stuff, it's exponential to me.
1: Yeah, but that's exactly right. So, like, remember when movies first, first came out, you know, in the 1900s and people were watching, like, a train arrive at the station or something and they're falling out of their chairs because they think the train is going to come through. Like, and you look at that now and it's obvious that that's just a projector, but at the time they weren't like, Oh, you know, they thought that was as real as you could possibly get that. That was mind blowing the technology of it and the realness of it. But we're always going to think like that because it's always that point at which we're watching it. If it's the latest technology, then that's always the best that's ever been. So we'll always have that thought that. But
0: is it to the same extent though? Because like, yeah, you know, like I mentioned, you know, exponential stuff. Exponential eventually slows down, and then all the like the actual improvements are just really minor increments. Because obviously, it's like it's a massive jump between you know having a train come at you to the screen versus the fucking incredible CGI like you can just fly into space and stuff in movies and it looks like real. Like there's a massive jump between there but how much more realer can it get from here? Like I'm sure More realer? Yeah. I'm sure like it will still be like there's still room for improvement and stuff but like it'd just be very small details from here on out I feel. So I think you know maybe in 10 years we might look back and think oh this wasn't as, wasn't really that good but Like, the other part of me thinks, you know, is we're going to look back and still think it's fine. Because I didn't, like, nothing stood out to me where it was like, oh, that doesn't look realistic. Yeah. Like, even the, like, maybe some of the ice particles and stuff, because that's pretty hard to do. But other than that, like, everything looked pretty, like, real. Like, real enough. Yeah. So, it's hard to see. Because that's as close as, it's almost as close as you can get to real life. You can't get realer than that.
1: I guess. I'll I'll put a reminder in my calendar for five years Ten, and we'll rewatch no, it. Yeah, five years. <laughs> be like revisit how good these special effects. Maybe are. Maybe they'll make
0: a Mortal Kombat two, and then it will actually be a tournament like I wanted.
1: Maybe I think the people were mostly just disappointed that they created a new character, the main guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was
0: like, who the fuck is this guy?
1: Yeah, he he was created for the movie. That's a bit late, and I think. That that was the thing that people were most disappointed with, I guess, and that they just didn't they didn't use the actual characters as the main character. They just created someone instead, and then created this like backstory and stuff for him and why he needed to compete and everything. Even though there's already all that lore that they could have just yeah. relied
0: on. What was the re- the point of him existing?
1: I I'm not sure. I'm sure they thought it would be better if they just had someone new. So they can create some kind of news story, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe it was just like a more generic character that the audience can sort of relate to.
1: Yeah, that's I think I think if you have a new character then it's a bit easier in that sense. But at the same time, it's like any video game movie though. Who are you doing it for? That's always like the hardest thing. Yeah. Like are you making it for the diehard fans or are you making it so that it kind it can kind of appeal to everyone? and that people that just enjoy action movies will enjoy it, and it will also appeal to the um, the video game fans. Like, it's pretty hard. I think it's a very difficult subject. It's like, hard balance. I, I think it's really difficult to do that, because well, no one can do one where it satisfies everyone. Like, there's always going to be purists that say, well, they should have done this, and they could have done this, and they should have done that, but... That's either, like, too much time, too much money. There's not enough story to keep someone interested who doesn't know all the lore and backstory and everything.
0: But, like, do you really need to know all the lore? Because, like, to make a good video game story, you just make a good story. Like, it's not some, like, video game kind of logic stuff that you need for the audience to understand it. It's just a good story is just a good story. So it's just, like, do they really need to try and change anything?
1: Yeah, but some stuff, because video games typically, like now, they're like 20 years long, 15 years, 10 years long. You know, there's however many iterations of it, sequels, expansion packs, DLCs, whatever. So like the story is like infinitely getting longer and longer and longer. So it's like, how do you condense that into one movie? Which is why I think they sort of did that. I think it's quite common where they'll put in like a new character so that they can create a a succinct short and sweet story where there's like a beginning, conflict and a and an end to it that doesn't require you to look through and go through like all of the lore of the world that it comes from.
0: But do you really need to though? Because like that was the example I'm thinking of is the Warcraft movie. Um
1: which people hated.
0: Yeah, which fans hated, I think.
1: I think everyone hated it.
0: Well, fuck you, I liked it. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, people I knew that liked WoW didn't like it, and people that didn't like WoW, but just were curious and went to see it, didn't like it. So, like, they didn't satisfy anyone. That is
0: the problem with trying to satisfy everyone, is (laughs) that you end up satisfying no one. And the thing is, the most important issue for me with the movie is that they didn't need to start from the very beginning of the story. Like, you don't... You don't need to tell, you know, how everything originated. It's like you, it, world building in a story is something that you do along the way. It's not something, oh, you know, when you talk about, um, I don't know, some fantasy universe, you do not start at the beginning of time or anything. Like, for example, um, I'm sure, you, I'm not sure, actually, you probably have heard like the whole story about the Lich King and stuff in Warcraft. That's like
1: I, I don't know anything about, wow. think oh. I've like, literally like never, nothing, not interested. Well, this
0: one's for the audience then. But, like, the, um, the story of the Lich Arthas and the Lich King and stuff, that is, like, basically every Warcraft fan's favorite story. And I feel like you could have just had that as the first movie and then, like, kind of like the Star Wars stuff and then go back to do prequels and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, because the story for Lich King itself... But,
1: like, that's the other thing, though. Who is making the movie?
0: He's a fan. The guy who made it, Duncan Jones, is a fan of the games.
1: Yeah, but when they're making video game movies, it's usually not the fan of the game. It's usually a studio knows that there is a f- fan base to it and they can make a movie out of it.
0: Yeah, well, that's just shit though. They're like, just... Yeah, but
1: that's the reality of it. Yeah, though. but like
0: so, it's not always like That's that. why
1: it, it's hard to make that's why it's hard for them to be good because ultimately they are trying to satisfy everyone and reach a, as wide an audience as possible to in the hopes that they can Claw back as much money as possible.
0: But it's like a good story will attract anyone. It's like, it doesn't matter what genre or stuff it is or what kind of background the story had. If it's a good story, it will attract a lot of people. So yeah. it's, I think, like, you know, it's not like, say, you know, we'll talk about Horizon um, earlier. If they made a movie about that, like, it doesn't, like, it would just make sense. It, it would, there wasn't, you not know, you need to know the backstory about it because the world building will occur in the story. And if the game itself already has a good story and you just sort of follow that, you'll make a good movie. Mm. Because, like, video games are basically kind of like movies.
1: Yeah, they have all the content you need.
0: Exactly. Other than the fact that you, like, actually play it, um, which, you know, you don't need to do that. You can basically... It's like watching a Let's Play You just as a movie. It's basically like that. So, I don't know. It just feels like... There hasn't been like a really good attempt at making video game movies be good rather than just having it be video game movies. Cause you don't, they don't need a label like video game movies. They could just be movies themselves. And just, you know, a lot of like movies are based off books and stuff. They don't, they don't call it book movies. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a movie. So yeah. I think it's just like, uh, some, there's a, there's a weird perspective to it. Like that people haven't quite grasped.
1: Yeah, but I, I think it's just when something is really beloved, it's like every time anything comes out that has a following, people will nitpick. Oh, my God, the Star Wars movies are perfect, actually, for this. So um, the prequels... No, not the prequels. Hayden Christensen ones. The, when they came out, like Jar Jar Binks.
0: The original, When they came
1: out, people just absolutely like frothed at how much they hated it. Like It was so fucking hated. People just ripped into it so bad. And then, you know, it's like 10, 12 years later or whatever, and we've got the other new ones now. And now all the shit I'm seeing is like, oh my God, like he was actually so good. And oh, actually the story here is so good and blah, blah, blah. Like it doesn't matter what it is. You can't satisfy everyone. And even if you are writing a good story, even if you stay true to what the the fans consider staying true, even if you're doing like a really good story or whatever, there's always going to be people that shit all over it because it's just fun to hate stuff that comes out.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't please everyone, that's for sure. But all you can do is just make a good movie.
1: Yeah. But the problem with that is like, it costs so much money to make a movie. And especially now with like streaming and stuff, there's still kind of, but there's not a box office like there was before. You know, there's not a lot of opportunity to recruit those costs In cinema, it's not the same as streaming because the streaming is a one-off payment every single month. And that encapsulates everything. Whereas the movie box office, you have tickets and everything for every single time someone watches the movie. That's like direct payment going to the production. So like there's so much money involved in making a movie that studios are so scared to do anything that might not please everyone because they've got to try and please everyone. Because if they don't, then they run this huge risk of losing like twenty million dollars. You know.
0: Yeah, which is goes back to my original point: is just make a good movie. Because if the story is good enough, audience will like yeah, it.
1: Yeah, but then, the, yeah, but the problem that's so easy to say, like just make a good story. Because the problem is not the writers. It the problem is usually the production company, the producers coming and saying well, you need to change this to make this more palatable to these people, and you need to change this because you need to make this more attractive to these people, and you got to change this, because, like, that's almost, like, out of their hands, like, the actual creative people behind the movie. It's almost out of their hands, because, like, on Netflix they have the making of movies of like really really popular ones. So they did like
0: this is like um like the toys that made us kind of stuff, but for movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it's like the movies that made us. Yeah. They did Home Alone and Nightmare Before Christmas and um Jurassic Park, I think, and they did Elf and, you know, like they did some like really beloved movies. And the thing that's common with all of them is like they almost didn't get made that way because the management and producers tried to change everything about it. And it's so like, like some
0: moron in a suit was like, oh, actually, uh, we want this one because that's the That's not going to appeal and, to
1: people. And yeah, that doesn't bullshit. sit well with our target market. And, you know, so like you can have a good story for sure. And I'd say most people go into making a movie because they have a story to tell, right? But the problem is that the people who give them the money to make the movie. You know, it's like if you get a loan, there are stipulations. You've got to do what they want because they've given you the money. So, like, it's not like if you go to make a movie as a writer or a director or a screenplay writer or whatever that you have one hundred percent control because you don't. Like, you have to you have to satisfy like the goals and whatnot of the financial backers. Otherwise, they'll pull out, and then there's no movie at all.
0: And that's that's the stupid thing about it is that the people who actually create the movies they should have Andrew the care. actual say. Yeah, yeah, not some dude who's like di- p- like, punched some numbers.
1: Disconnected and has no idea about what a good story even includes or involves. Yeah,
0: like, it's like I punched some numbers and the audience wants this kind of story. Like, no, yeah. just fucking let creative people be creative.
1: It's really sad because I mean, all those th- movies uh, that are cult classics and huge hits and everybody loves and really beloved and everything, it's like they were so close to not even being the same at all, like having different actors or having different endings and like completely changing really significant parts of them. And like, that's so sad. I feel really sorry for people that are in the film industry because I guess it's the same with like any creative person. Like they're doing it because they are creative and they need an outlet and they've got these original ideas and they want to make them happen, but they don't have the money and they need to, you have to work with someone to bring that, to people and in doing so you can sometimes compromise what your original like artistic intention was i think that's so like tragically sad
0: yeah that is like how
1: upset would you be if you like had this idea for like six years or something and you finally get you know someone behind you to do it and then you know bit by bit month by month it's like In the editing, they're like, "Oh, actually, let's get rid of this." And oh, you know, while we're at it, you should really get rid of that. We probably need to cut this out. And then by the end of it, you'd be like, left with something completely different.
0: And this, kids, is why you don't go into the creative industry.
1: (laughs) It's it's so sad, and they're just like, I've really gone on a bit of a rant here. Sorry, but
0: it is it is really. I think
1: it's really sad because people are doing it because they've got a story to tell, and they're not getting to tell those stories because there's so much financial risk behind it. But like, you've got to have the arts, like you need to have stories that people can like, there's so many wonderful actors and thespians and stuff who say, you know, when people are like, well, why do we even need arts? Like, why does the government, why is the government giving money to the arts? We could be using that for education or healthcare or something. And it's like, you know, that's very valid that you want more money going to those, but you've got to have the arts and you've got to have, art in general and music and theaters and movies and plays and stuff because people need to they need help navigating the world and art helps them do that hmm. even if you don't like necessarily realize it but you know if you're going through a tough time and you see a movie and it's got really similar um like maybe things happening to a character or a, a really similar situation and you can kind of identify with that person and maybe it can help you think about what you're going through in a different way or, or whatever like I don't know. It's so sad. Like we need more money in the arts. That's that's end of my Ted talk and my rant is that we need more money in the arts.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. We do need more money in the arts, but at the same time we do need more money in a lot of different industries as well. Yeah. So it's a bit hard of a balance. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the, like the, the path where it's like, yeah, arts is important, but we've got to get the basics down first. It's like art is, yeah. art is like a, it's, it's a privilege basically. You got to have all the social like social nets and everything sorted out first before we can start really actually enjoying art. So I guess that's like kind of my take on it. But Yeah. It's just like yeah. But
1: art can help you when you don't have those things though. But like-
0: why not? If you can like <laughs> if I had to choose, right, between oh, I don't know, like building like a school versus building a uh, like a theater or something, I would build the school like 100% of the time. Yeah. But like only after you have the school and you have the money to spend, like, you know, on hospitals or whatever, then you do the art stuff. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, there's always, I feel like it's this kind of art, artistic lifestyle where it's like, you know, it's just a struggling artist lifestyle. It's slightly romanticized and it's just like, Well, you know, you gotta get the basics down first. You know, you gotta have a roof over your head and food to eat and that that kind of stuff before, like, like, sure, some, there's a lot of tragic artists who end up creating really good art because of their tragedies. But at the same time, it's like, well, it'd be nice if they didn't just have those tragedies in the first place. So yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a balance that, you know, and we don't really have like much of a say of where our tax money goes at the end of the day. Yeah, that's
1: very true. I would like to get so, like, rich to the point where I can be a patron of the arts. Like, that would be when you're baller. Like, that's when you know you really made it, when you can, like, be a patron of, like, the Queensland Symphony Orchestra or something. Like, I'll just give you money so yeah. that you guys can make beautiful music. Exactly.
0: And, like, you're not wanting, like, some return on investment or anything on that. You just want them to create music.
1: Yes, because that's a beautiful thing to do. Exactly. You've got lots of money. Yeah. One day. One day I'll do that.
0: What a lovely dream.
1: I'd love to do that. I always think of that. Like, whenever I go... If I can go see, like, the symphony orchestra or something or the ballet, and I always go through the program and read everything and, like, all the people that are in it, and they always have the acknowledgements at the end for, like, all the patrons and stuff that help keep it alive, basically, because they don't really get much money from the government at all. Yeah. If any, depending on uh what it is.
0: I went to an um, orchestra for, like, last year at the... Oh, really? Yeah, I'll send you some photos later. I forgot what it was called. It was It was a date. Um, and it was, it was really nice It was like, you know, the orchestral music and everything Yeah um, It's just like It's amazing It's a good atmosphere I do like that
1: I wish everyone could experience it at least once in their life To be able to go to some kind of like live cultural thing Because they're really fantastic Like they're really enriching, I think, experiences And I think I probably am a bit maybe biased Because like I was in music in high school And played wind instrument And was like in orchestra and band and stuff but like they're so beautiful. Like seeing them live, seeing instrumental music is just like it's so good for your soul. I went and saw um Star Wars in concert. So like the Queensland Symphony Orchestra does a lot of really popular movies. Yeah. And they'll have the movie up on the projector and they'll, and then they'll have the, the orchestra underneath it and yeah. they'll be playing the soundtrack. Oh man, it is like one of the best things I've ever seen. So it was like one of the Star Wars movies with a full orchestra playing with the movie. And it was like, there were parts where I almost cried. I'm not going to lie. Cause like the music is just fantastic. Music is really moving. John Williams score scores for Star Wars are fantastic. But like when you see it live and you're watching the movie and you're hearing it all live, it was like the best experience ever. But there were some parts where I was like, so into the movie and cause they're so good as well. I was so into the movie and then I have to remind myself that, oh wait, no, no, I'm here to enjoy the orchestra. Like that's real people right there playing the music live. Yeah. But like, it's so good. It sounds like it's recorded.
0: That is, that's a really good experience. Like I, I'm really into that sort of stuff. Like I, I love to see like a, a really good play one day. Um, and just have like, yeah, like a, a ballet and stuff. Like, there's kind of like old school stuff that are like old school upper class people would go to. Uh, uh, yeah, I think those are just really cool experiences
1: to have. For sure. It's so cool. And like, they did a long, long time ago, they did, um, like video game medley and it was like just a bunch of different video game songs because a lot of music now is either being created like proper orchestra scores. It's either for movies or it's for video games now.
0: Yeah. Like, video games these days have, like, some incredible soundtracks.
1: Yeah. There's, like, Halo, Dota. God, imagine
0: Halo in, like... Like a massive cathedral or something.
1: Yeah. Have you seen those? there be like someone's like snuck into a cathedral, like a church. Yeah.
0: And then play like. And like, singing,
1: singing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really amazing. And some people
0: play on the church organs and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, There's, there's a the whole like candlelight music stuff. Uh, so I went to one of them. Um, it was Vivaldi's Four Seasons and they had like. A-
1: oh yeah. I saw that on, on Instagram. It was like, um, is it like the chamber?
0: Yeah. Like, ca- um, something by Candlelight or something, but it was really, it was really good. Like, yeah, it's just like ha- being, having like a live music thing there. And like a lot of the future ones that are coming up, they're all in um, like St. John or something's cathedral. And then they like have like, some of the ones are like, uh, they cover pop songs and stuff as like using orchestral like instruments and things. Mm. But like, I'll be really keen to go to one where it's just like classical kind of orchestral music and then in a church, like a cathedral. Yeah. Like that, it's just such a good vibe. I love that sort of stuff.
1: That would be cool. I have seen those, uh, like, the picture of it advertised. It looks really cool because they just show you, like, string court like, little
0: yeah. group
1: surrounded by candles in some kind of, like, church-looking space.
0: The only sad part, so the one that we I went to um, that time, oh, I forgot where it was, but it was, like, along the river. and I mean, it would have been, but it was kind of rainy that day, so they had to move it indoors which Aww. really fucking sucked. But like, I could just imagine how amazing it would be by the river because that's literally so many candles and stuff around.
1: Yeah. And like, you
0: know, the quartet was there. And like, imagine just like sitting near by the river listening to that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, that's so
1: romantic. Oh I know. God. It's really nice. <laughs> and I was
0: like, I was really disappointed that, that it was rainy that day. But it, regardless, you can. the fact that I was there means like I can kind of imagine it there. Like along the river, and that would be so amazing as well.
1: Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I think um, we're pretty lucky in Brisbane. Like, there's a lot of music stuff happening all the time. Yeah. Like the the Symphony Orchestra is tr- always trying to do something. There's usually some kind of outdoor performance somewhere in the city. Actually, when I moved to Brisbane, I was always really shocked at just like how much live music there was.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Before COVID, I think more so. I think it's a little bit different now. Oh, yeah, but for sure. before COVID. Like, when you would be in the city, like, in Queen Street Mall or, or whatever, there was, like, always musicians everywhere. There'd be, like, some... And they were usually really, really good as well. There'd be, like, a someone playing violin in one part oh of God. the mall. Oh, my I knew There'd you be were going to that. There'd be someone else in another part who was, like, singing with their guitar. And then, you know, there was always that guy that had a steel drum in front of the casino next to the water. Um, there's that lady that sings opera sometimes. Oh yeah. She's still, I see her sometimes. She's amazing. She's has yeah. got, she,
0: she would, um, you know, that stage outside of Maya Center, that bit.
1: Yeah. 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 She used to, yeah. She used to perform there. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God.
0: I love listening to her.
1: She was so good. Um, and yeah. And even that little square, there was always like a performance every week, every Friday. Like I would, I remember like walking after work or something and there would always be some kind of performance there Yeah, I think it's really sad how that kind of went away during COVID still
0: quite, kind of coming back yeah
1: I think I think they're trying to bring it back because there's a lot of really fantastic artists in Brisbane and I feel like you know in Brisbane especially this is turning into a really like Brisbane specific conversation <laughs> but <laughs> in Australia at least people always go to Melbourne for like cultural stuff yeah they sort of just move there because I guess it's like New York like it's a huge hub in australia for creative people there's a lot of um festivals and events and cultural things but in brisbane we actually have like more festivals than anywhere else in australia i think like we have more music stuff happening more art stuff happening all the time albeit smaller scale like we might not have as large stuff but I think it's kind of sad that people don't realize that Brisbane has that stuff here because we have so many talented people. It's always a bit sad that when people come to Australia, they're like, "Oh, you got to go to Melbourne because like that's where everything is." But like Brisbane has that as well. It makes me sad.
0: Well, we enjoy it while it lasts. Come to Brisbane. No, don't com- don't come co- to Brisbane. There's too many come people. Come for a holiday.
1: Yeah, don't oh, yeah, don't yeah. live here because my rent is going up. Yeah, come but- <laughs> to visit. Come for a visit, but don't yeah. stay. <laughs> Don't stay. Yeah. Please go back. But come and visit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. You know, we should be sponsored by like the Queensland government or something. I'm
1: actually so passionate about
0: Brisbane. You are. Because
1: like I've lived in a lot of cities and Brisbane I've lived for the longest time now, like out of anywhere I've ever lived, I have been here for the longest. And I think it's like such a beautiful city. Like it's got the Queensland vibe of like people are more laid back, but it's still like um, a bigger city than... It's like the third largest city. I think it's obviously not as big as Sydney, and it's not as big as Melbourne. Yeah, it's a third but largest. But it's still big enough, and there's still a lot going on. The city is on the river, and it's one of the most green cities in Australia as well. Like we have the most. I think it's the third or fourth most like tree coverage in Australia.
0: Yeah, we we'll probably dropped the fourth after they cut off all the trees in um, King George Square.
1: No, no, no. This was like uh, last year. It came out. <laughs>
0: The um, We look.
1: No, I actually moved to Brisbane after that. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're going to say. I lived in
0: Brisbane for 20 years, if not more, and I feel like I'm less passionate about it than you are.
1: Yeah, I don't know because I've lived in other cities. I know the good and bad of a lot of different other cities, and Brisbane just has a lot of really wonderful things that people really take for granted.
0: Brisbane is like the kind of it's the kind of low key. It is. It's like not super fancy, nothing over the top, but it's just kind of chill.
1: It's very underrated. Yeah. And you know, remember when the head of Brisbane committee came and spoke at work and he was like, you know, the biggest champions of Brisbane are usually people that are not from Brisbane. And he was saying that I was like, it's totally true. Like the people I know who are from Brisbane are like, oh yeah, you know, it's nice, whatever. But the people I know that are really passionate about Brisbane aren't from Brisbane.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's probably true. I'm always like, <laughs> like, oh, God, they could do this better, oh, whatever, they could oh, do yeah. that better.
1: <laughs> but, like, there's so many good things here.
0: Yeah, it's true. But I do want to end on one note. Um, that violin guy you mentioned, uh, yeah. He, he could went. To, we went to the same school. We're in the same grade as well, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I know him. Now, I'm not sure if he still remembers me, actually. But, yeah, we went to the same school together. I'm not going to say his name or the school. but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, sometimes you walk by, we like make eye contact and just like, it's feel like that moment of acknowledgement.
1: <laughs> it's kind of
0: funny. Yeah. But, like, he, I think he's started playing with like a friend as well, actually, some other guy occasionally, but usually he's by himself. He used to stand, um, just outside that Macca's place around that corner, but he moved down to outside, just outside Queens Plaza.
1: Yeah. I have only seen him outside Queens Plaza. Uh, I, yeah. That's, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's an old <laughs> schoolmate, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. It's very funny. Well, he's really good. He, he honestly if is he, really if good. If he ever reaches out to you, like, he's fantastic.
0: He performed at our, at our graduation with some other, this other guy, who I also would not name, who played the piano, and he was really good at the piano as well. And they made, like, a really mm. good duo. But, yeah, fun, yeah, just thought I'd end on that note. It was a very funny, that, funny that coincidence, yeah, that you mentioned yeah. that violin guy, and it's someone I actually know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, he was really good. Yeah. There's another girl, like a young girl who I remember she oh yeah used to busk as well. Yeah. Um, and she was really, she was pretty good as well. we would be like, yes, that's so awesome of you doing that.
0: One of the, um, there was another girl that was great. who's like really good at violin and stuff, but she ended up moving to Melbourne to continue that. Yeah.
1: But that's what happens yeah. to everyone. They like, they go to Brisbane and then they're like, oh. But I have to go to Melbourne because that's where everything is, and it's like, no, stay in Brisbane and make Brisbane even better. We
0: yeah. totally
1: could rival Melbourne because so much talent comes from here, <laughs> but it leaves, it moves, and goes to another city. But like, if just a few people, more people stayed, like Brisbane would be even more amazing because yeah. there's people are all from here anyway. Yeah,
0: exactly. Stay
1: and make your city better. Make Brisbane better.
0: Yeah, that's right. Even kids. better. Have a Bris Better day out. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we should bookend it here.
1: I hope you all enjoyed listening to me rant about um, movies the, and, and the, arts industry. the arts and then doing a 30-minute promotion for Brisbane.
0: I feel like there's probably definitely some passionate people listening as well, because I'm, I'm going to guess most of our audience will probably be from Brisbane. Who knows, though?
1: Who knows? If you're not from Australia... And you've only ever heard of Sydney. And Melbourne. There are much better places than Sydney. And Brisbane is one of them.
0: Yes. Come come visit, but don't stay.
1: Yeah, but don't stay. That is I our need-
0: tourism slogan.
1: I rely on my moderate rent. <laughs> I can't afford another rent increase. <laughs> <laughs> my rent went up by $50 a week. What? Yeah.
0: Just wait, like last week or something?
1: Like the last time I signed on for another, oh. most recently in November, it went up by $50 a week. And I was like, that is ridiculous. They tried to put it up to $80 and I haggled pretty much. Some I was bullshit. like, look, what the hell? I will leave. Yeah. Okay. And they were like, well, the other units are able to charge that much and people are staying there. And I was like, well, if you lower it to this much, then I'll stay. And then they lowered it to that. So I actually got a deal with a $50 <laughs> rent increase.
0: That is such a scam. My oh, God.
1: Yeah. I was, pretty, I was pretty mad. I don't even have fly screens.
0: Yeah, I know, right? You literally <laughs> have to just in open Queensland. the window. That's crazy. Like, all the mozzies uh, and shit that come in.
1: I'm so paranoid at the moment because it's, like, nearing the end of summer here, I guess. And the bugs have been so bad because I live near quite a few parks as well. So, I think that's why I get a lot. But, like there was just every night now before I go to bed I like turn the main bedroom lights on Look at all the walls and the corners of the walls. Oh lift god. up the pillows. Make sure there aren't any bugs. Oh yeah, because wasn't there like, like a bug under yeah, your pillow? there was that day. a fucking beetle <laughs> under my pillow, and I could not sleep. It took me hours. It. Oh my god! How do like, you even so get sort of under paranoid. your pillow?
0: That's so weird.
1: I don't know. So you have to actually like
0: <laughs> really crawl in under a pillow.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's why I wasn't expecting it when I touched it. There was a beetle under my pillow, and it really scarred me. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so yeah, my windows have been open for like three minutes a day, and even then, I'm like really paranoid and like looking at the window to make sure no bugs or bees or what I have just found out to be paper wasps. Oh my god! That are nearby can get in i thought they were like some kind of giant bee but it turns out they're a wasp if they look mean they're a wasp no but they look more like a bee it's really weird but they have like the separation like the two body oh yeah abdomen and i forget the terms for bugs because i don't like bugs
0: wasps have like an hourglass figure
1: yeah (laughs) stupid sexy (laughs) sexy bugs
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah
1: but they don't have like they don't look like they have stingers Oh. Either. So I was like, is this a wasp or is this a bee or is this something else entirely? Because like, surely if it was a bee, it wouldn't be that long because they're like three centimeters long.
0: They've evolved into bees. to (laughs) look like bees. So people think they're bees.
1: Someone posted it on Brisbane Reddit being like, what are these? They're in my house. And then other people are like, oh, they're paper wasps. Apparently they're native wasps.
0: Oh well native wasps or not i'm fucking going to yeah, kill them yeah and
1: they're pollinators so they're like bees in that they pollinate but they're wasps in that they sting you yeah
0: fuck that this is why you the don't live that here i don't have
1: fly screens yeah, yeah don't live
0: here it's terrible just come visit i
1: feel like there's only bugs for like 2 months out of the year
0: no there's only no bugs for 2 months out of the year
1: i mean there's always bugs and snakes and spiders and crocodiles down the street. And <laughs> yeah, and
0: kangaroos just walking around kangaroos the streets.
1: Kangaroos just, oh, my God, so many kangaroos. Magpies.
0: Like- Attacking even you. get to work. Magpies like yep. suicide bomb diving you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like,
0: I'm not even exaggerating. No, they're like
1: kamikaze yeah. birds. Like, what the <laughs> fuck?
0: What is the problem? Ugh.
1: That's true though. Magpies, yeah.
0: That's a rant for another exist. time.
1: Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can rant about magpies. <laughs> fuck them.
0: Fuck them. I don't trust them anymore.
1: No, I <laughs> can't believe you've never been swooped by one. I have. Yeah, we have now before i can't believe you've made it this many years without getting swooped
0: yeah it was a few years ago when i got swooped by one and i actually got hit by it by the way
1: yeah that
0: was <laughs> ugh, scarred for life
1: okay all right. sick all right well that's it that's the end of it so why enjoy why are
0: you saying like that
1: because that's the end of a, it <laughs> uh that's that's it it's over <laughs> it's
0: forever this is the end <laughs>
1: There is no more.
0: Uh, okay. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. I will see you yes. all next time. Next time. No guarantees. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.